We called him the Tall Man. Where he came from, nobody knows. His evil spread like a plague, destroying towns. Welcome to the channel, ladies and gentlemen, Killian, Coriander, we're here, Phantasm 4, Oblivion, what's going on? Hey. Not much, not much. <laughs> Why you laughing? Because it's just, you know, it's. I enjoy these movies and I know some people are probably like, you know, oh, I don't know, it's just enjoyable. <laughs> It's good old fun, good old fun from back in the day. So, right. uh, yeah, so we're going to be talking about uh, Phantasm Four, also subtitled Oblivion, starring obviously the great, late great Angus Grimm, a Michael Baldwin, Reggie Bannister, uh, and also Bill Thornberry's in there too as Jody. Um, and they're continuing situations dealing with the tall man uh, from 1998, once again directed by Don Coscarelli. So, um, let's. Let's start off with a quick take, and uh, we'll proceed from there. Kill, I'd like to start with you because I know you you have a few thoughts that you wanted to throw out there. What is your quick take on Phantasm Four? There's a great um, Willie Nelson song that comes to mind. Uh, On the road again. Okay, (laughs) I can't wait to get on the road again. I mean, you know, I'm 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 in agreement with Coriander. Mm-hmm. These movies are very fun, but yeah. there is a lot of repetition with mm-hmm. the storyline. I know it's the continuing saga, going after the tall man. I get it, but Reggie's on the road. Reggie meets a, a hot blonde. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> what, 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 okay, what I'll, what, I'll, what I'll just say is it, it, it's kind of familiar territory, yet yes. still still fun. There you go. Okay. All right, so Coriander, what do you have for a quick take? You know, I just feel bad for Reggie. The poor guy's just trying to get a piece, and he just never does. <laughs> well, actually, he did. <laughs> did he? In, in two? <laughs> oh, I mean, dry humping doesn't really count, does it? No. I mean, come on. No, I'm messing with you. All right. So, look, 
But no, for real, a quick take on it. What what, what do you think of the movie? You guys oh, are telling jokes. Yeah. I'm asking a question of a quick take. What's your quick take? Corey? No, I enjoy. You know, I enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed how Mike was on a path to find out who the tall man really is, mm-hmm. and you know, he was, you know, trying to find out, you know, how his brother was really killed. So yeah, right. you know, I enjoyed this. Right. The, the okay. trio was back. You know. Yeah. I mean, I, I will say this. It did. This was definitely back to kind of being more surreal like the original and they kind of did away with the the elements that they had in two and three a little bit more like did did you think that kill i mean because i know you were saying that he was on the road again but it was a lot different though because they spent probably as much time in this movie with mike and trying to find out about the tall man's origins than they did with reggie you know technically on the road so yeah yeah okay all right um, We're doing some time traveling. Well, yeah, it definitely went more into a sci-fi horror type of aspect rather than traditional horror. So, um, you know, but but there's some things to talk about with behind the scenes, too. So we'll get to that. Um, Eric's in the chat saying, been catching bits of these Phantasm streams. Still haven't seen any of the films, but damn, now I gotta. Yeah, you should <laughs> check them out. You really should. Uh, really? Patrick's in the chat saying the tall man was scared of cats. <laughs> I don't know about that, Patrick. Uh, Slasher Fred saying, I think many people uh, thought that this was going to be the last chapter in the series. Yeah, I mean, at at, at that point, they thought it it could be. But there was a story, a behind-the-scenes story that I'll get to as far as they did have another one planned. And and this movie was kind of supposed to be a jumping board board to that. Um, And we'll get to that. Uh, Let's see. Eric saying was Killian trying to trying a different way to say his usual peaks and valleys in that quick take. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of, you know. (laughs) Okay, Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, this movie this movie was was a lot more surreal uh, than two and three, and um, there were there were some more questions that were asked, but there were some questions that were answered, which I thought was pretty interesting, and some of the things that we talked about. Uh, either in our part three episode or part two, uh, especially that you had asked Killian, I knew we were getting to this point about the tall man's connection with Mike, and we we got that answer in this movie, you know. So I didn't I didn't want to spoil that, but we got some answers to that, and also some answers about Jody too. So, anyways, we're gonna get finished getting set up. Uh, so for you guys in the chat, for you guys watching the replay, sit back, relax. You know what time it is. For 20 years, the secret of the spheres has remained a mystery. Oh, this won't hurt a bit. Well, maybe just a little bit. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Dead or alive, consider this home. No killing the vibe in the night watch zone. Seen more hype when the lights come on. Hit like and subscribe and the show might blow. Go viral, no COVID. It's a spiral emotions. Hand in the Bible. Only go sign on the dopest of vitals. Better tune in, yeah, you know it's vital. From Schwarzenegger to Kane Hodder. Corey G down to Harry Potter. Shit's a gorny weaver. Love the night watch zone. Come with me to the night watch zone. Right. Let's uh, take it from the top. Let's get down to brass tacks. Kill. Um, as usual with these movies, it starts off with you know the events of the previous, uh, and it was a cliffhanger that was pretty crazy because Reggie was being attacked by a bunch of the spheres and so forth. Um, what did you think at the beginning of the movie? How it started off? Uh, well, I mean, just like the the other ones in this series, it pretty much picks up you know right as the last one left off and like you said like reggie was kind of left high high and dry <laughs> with all yeah. the spears on right. him uh i mean for me reggie is is the main thing that i come to see and you know I, I, the way the last one ended i i assumed reggie would get out of it because he just has that kind of luck but I wasn't 100% sure, so I had no idea, you know, okay, was, is this going to be the end of Reggie or not? And, you know, it, it for me, it, the way it starts is kind of what I assumed was going to happen with Reggie, you know, getting, getting away from the orbs and so forth. And then, of course, at the end of the first one, the stuff with Mike and the orb in the head and you know because right. i was i was wondering about all of that all of that like what was going on with him was he being turned into you know yes. one of the drones or the tall man's replacement or is he dead is he alive is he a good guy is he a bad guy so mm-hmm. all those were some of the questions i had which you know once this this movie started they, they kind of answered them quick and i appreciated that so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and 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 that was the thing. I mean, the tall man was was grooming Mike uh, to be one of the servants, possibly a replacement. And later on in the film, near the end of the film, we kind of find out why or how, I should say, which was kind of interesting. But Coriander, what did you think of 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 the beginning as it started? I mean, it it, it did move kind of quick in the beginning because Reggie escapes. And then he, um, you know, he, you see him going back to his car. He gets attacked by that demon cop. So that was an action sequence yeah. that happened. That what, what did creepy. you think? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, mean, what were you I mean, my only question too, it's like poor Timmy gets pulled through with that glass or whatever. And mm-hmm. he's never to be seen again. You know, it's like, I'm, yeah. I'm just curious <laughs> why they never went back to that character. But yeah, well, I mean, and. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, finish that and I'll get to it. Do you know? Well, there's a big a big part of what happened with this movie is that it had a much smaller budget than than the other ones. It had a $650,000 budget. Um, so they were, I, I mean, and I don't know if, if Don Coscarelli would have brought Tim back, you know what I'm saying, yeah. even if the budget was different, but I would assume that that was part of it. So anyways, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you though. Oh no, that's okay. But yeah, and it's almost it was interesting also how the tall man was like, Well, we're not ready for you to die yet, Reg, so we're gonna right. let you go and you know, yeah, and then he goes he meets up with Jody and 
or Jody appears to him, you know, through the ball, and yeah, they end up going out looking for Mike. Right. So, right. Yeah. Yep. Um, and real quick in the chat, we got Lamar saying, "Good evening, Nightwatch. What's going on, Hello. Lamar? How you doing? Nice to see you. Nice to see you. Welcome." Uh, Neil's in the chat saying, "Sorry, I'm late. Just tried to put a Batwing costume on one of my cats, and it took a minute to get my hand to stop bleeding." <laughs> oh no! Oh man! That is funny as hell. <laughs> Lamar says, TGIF said the men with the margarita and joint. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and saying a good evening to Coriander and good evening to Killian. All right. Hey. Um, but yeah, you know, it starts off uh, pretty quick and, you know, it's moving. You have the action sequence with the demon cop. I thought that was actually a pretty cool sequence. And again, like you were yeah. saying, Kill. Yeah, and like you were saying too, Kill. I mean, you, Reggie is the the comic relief. Reggie is the action. He's the every guy who somehow just keeps on making it through these situations. But you know, after this, he comes in contact with uh, you know a new lady uh, named Jennifer. And you know, again, you're trying to at this point in the movie. I was thinking that it was going to have some of those same beats from two and three. And it, it did start to change a little because then we saw it, it cut back and forth to Mike, who was still trying to avoid the tall man driving away in the hearse. He finds himself out in the middle of nowhere. And then he's dealing with this thing where he's trying to find the origins of, of the tall man. And Jody is there being cryptic as all hell. Uh, we do <laughs> fi- we, we do find out why, um, you know, you could have alluded to it, but we find out a little bit more why Jody was like that. But anyways, Kill, at this point in the story, um, you, you basically have it fork off because you've got Mike's side of the story and Reggie's side of the story. What, what were you thinking about how the movie did that, which was a little bit different than 2 and 3? And, and what did you think of their uh, their character arcs? Well, I, you know, I, I, I got to say this movie, it felt like the Reggie stuff was a little weaker. Because the Michael stuff was a little stronger with the time traveling and yes. him hunt, hunting down, you know, origin stuff about the tall man. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was not remissed on me that when Mike was traveling, he went to Death Valley. Right. <laughs> you know, I I, 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 I see that. And uh, yeah, and, and, and it's funny, you know, as, as cool as that was to see the different scenery... I could tell that that maybe budget restrictions led them to say, okay, let's do some desert stuff. Yes. Uh, You know, which, I mean, you know, it it is what it is. Either way, it's different scenery for the series, and I'll take it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I will say this sort of like you said a little earlier, this one was very surreal because there were so many instances with both, both Mike and Reggie where I'm watching and I'm wondering, is this really happening? Yes. Is this person really in the front seat with, you know, Mike? Is this, you know, person really in bed with Reggie? And, you know, you really have to pay attention <laughs> because if you're, right. doing so, if you're doing anything else with this movie in particular, you're going to be like, oh, hold, hold on. I got to rewind. I got to I got to see, right. is, you know, why does she have two orbs? You know, right. what, what, what? <laughs> you know? Right. Yep, but but absolutely. I did it. But but I did appreciate the the branching storylines and and actually mike's stuff being a little bit more prominent and um mm-hmm. up, up front even more than reggie's yeah absolutely 
Uh, Lamar was saying, I love this one. Reggie is the heart like Loomis in Halloween. Yeah, it's a good yeah. parallel. Good yeah. parallel. Uh, Neil was saying uh, he was in the first uh, Masters of Horror episode directed by Don Coscarelli. That's right. Yeah, he was. And Slasher Fred had mentioned uh, that with the Masters of Horror, too. Yeah, guys, absolutely. Uh, but Coriander, um, so Mike is trying to figure out the thing with the tall man. And we see that Reggie... Uh, sees jennifer in, in a car accident he saves her from the wreck and all that type of stuff yeah. she doesn't have a vehicle anymore so of course he's gonna say hey I'll, I'll i'll give you a ride to the next town and they find out that they go through a couple towns and they're 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 dead they're dead towns yeah. they're uninhabited um and of course you know the the uh, you had to have that scene where there was some type of crazy practical effect with the girl. But what were you thinking about those scenes? Because it also showed something important about with the tuning forks. Uh, I thought, yeah, I mean, poor Reg. Like I said, the tall man knows how to get to these guys. He just, you know, sends these chicks that have, like Kellen was saying, these orbs, whether they're, you know somewhere in their body or you know right. in their head you know it's like yeah crazy shit happens right, and right. um the, it's just yeah it's just crazy I have a I'll be right back with you guys okay I'll be right okay. back um yeah and in that scene it was just it was crazy because he's just sitting there and you can hear the noise and it's like oh no the first time I saw it I was like this isn't going to be good. And sure enough, you have the fact that she has the orbs in her chest. And I was just like, oh, no. Kill, what did you What did you think of that scene? And then, of course, you know, Reg has to, to fight them off, uh, like we saw in the intro. What did you think of it? That was wrong. That was it wrong. Was. And y'all, y'all, y'all shouldn't have done that. Come on. Come on. I mean, you know, like, look, fool, fool me once, you know, with the, the, the girl in the passenger seat pulling her hair off. And, you know, yes. now this, you know, let, let, let Reggie, you know, like, ha, ha, have some fun, man. He's He's been a trooper. He's been on the road for 20 plus years now, you know, right. like, right. trying to get the tall man. And, and, you know, I will say one thing, Knight. I do feel the ratio of tall man busting through windows was very low, much lower in this one. Because yes. anytime I saw a mirror or a window, I was just so expecting, you know, psh, you know, right. And, right. you know, and and poor Michael. Michael's a grown man. He looks like he's in his late thirties, and he's still being called boy. <laughs> you know, it, it, well, look, it, well, you, it, you know what though? It, well, it could also be because obviously uh, the tall man. Well, he's immortal, but even when we find out about Jebediah, I mean, he is a couple hundred years old. So, you know, a thirty-year-old man would be still a boy too. I'm just yeah, kidding. but g- give him his, his respect. He, he's he's a grown man. He can drink. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> oh man. Uh, Neil says, first there were abs of steel, then came Phantasm Four. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, anyways, I, I did think it was interesting 
how Mike was was just getting these little clues, and it was very surreal. You didn't know if there was if it was reality or a dream. So that part of it,、um, I thought, was pretty cool. And they worked in a lot of the scenes from the original one because, as we talked about in our Phantasm review. And by the way, if you guys have not seen our Phantasm review, please check it out. It was a lot of fun.、Um, the original cut of the movie was twice as long. You know, there was still like a whole, I think, like an hour of footage not used in the final cut, and so they were able to use that here. And I think Don Coscarelli was pretty smart because they didn't have a big budget, so how could they make this movie work? And actually, just real quick to explain a little bit of that,、um, at least from what I was able to gather, I knew about the budget, but、uh, Canadian filmmaker Roger Avery, a self-professed hardcore fan of the Phantasm series, wrote an epic screenplay titled Phantasm 1999 A.D. as a sequel to Phantasm 3. It was set in a post-apocalyptic near future and would feature Bruce Campbell as a co-star. As the project ran into financing difficulties, Don Coscarelli wrote and directed this fourth installment as a precursor to the project, using numerous outtakes from the preceding films. Avery also appeared in the film as one of the Civil War soldiers. But despite these efforts, the budget for the sequel, now entitled, now retitled, Phantasms End, it could not be secured.、Uh, fortunately, we. Finally, did get、uh, Phantasm Ravager, which was the fifth film. But in other words, this this film was kind of like a, a stepping stone、uh, to what they were trying to to make the next, you know, kind of big budget entry. That being said, you know, the Phantasm itself is so weird, and I think this really worked in its advantage. Using the old clips from Part One that were never seen before, and also getting back to that surreal feeling—what's real, what's not. What did you think of that kill? Because that's really some people、um, like, you know, and fans of it loved it. But there are some people that felt like, ah, it's not enough going on. It's not making sense, and this and that. But then again, the first movie didn't make a lot of sense either. That was the point. So, what do you think exactly. of it? Exactly.、Um, I, I liked it because it does hail back to that original film of, you know, you're watching it this whole time. Was Jody dead? Was Jody alive? You know,、right. what, you know,、uh, was that really the tall man? Just like. You know, standing over him and yelling "boy," and you know, so I I, I do appreciate that, and it 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 fits. It fits、yeah. with the title of the movie, you know, and it、yeah. just fits with everything we've come to know about it.、Uh, and also, it does keep you on your toes. Like I said, you really have to pay attention and wonder. You know, is Reggie even really in bed with a blonde? Right, or is、yeah. that on his mind? You know, because there were so many times also where they would literally say it's all in his mind. Yeah, you know, and it's like Mike. Yeah, so it's just like, all right, you know, what's going on? Like, you know, Orb Jody. You know, it, 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 it's just a lot to it where I could、yeah. see people hating that. You know,、mm-hmm. like I need、yeah. to know if this is real. What I'm watching. But me, me, I just enjoyed the ride. Yeah, I mean, obviously,、uh, the franchise has been around for you know forty plus years, so there were enough fans of it to make things happen. And obviously, having a director that was dedicated to it,、um, you know, as we all know, there are a lot of franchises that just they just fade away.、Um, but this one was able to kind of、uh, keep going. But、um, you know, I, I I enjoyed that about it being back to surreal. Coriander, how about 
you as far as when we get to the point where Mike is, I guess you could say, um, teaming up with Jody and trying to find out more about the tall man and going back through the dimensional gateway. And they find themselves like in the 1800s or whatever. And they're at the place of Jebediah Morningside. And then, then, you know, we start to kind of like, oh, okay, now it's starting to make some sense with some things. What were you thinking about those scenes? And shout out to Angus for totally looking different just in his physicality. Yeah, he looks and, like and a voice. sweet, cute old man right here. Yes. You know, he doesn't yes. look like the intimidating tall man that he becomes. But right. I love these scenes. And just to backpedal a little bit, I love the flashbacks that Jody, uh, that Michael was having of, mm-hmm. you know, when he was a kid with his brother and just mm-hmm. everything. So, yeah. And, yeah, yeah you know... Um, yeah. Anyway, you were saying. <laughs> I keep no, I was just my... saying. I was just. I was just the saying the 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 scenes with Jebediah and kind of learning the fact that yes. he was a mortician back in the day yeah. and he was obsessed with, um, you know, life and death and and trying to find answers to the unanswerable. Yeah, I like I said, I enjoyed these scenes also. You know, because mm-hmm. it almost you finally kind of understood why or kind of how the tall man got into how he became the tall man right you know so yeah it it was interesting shit yeah i agree how about you kill what did did you think about the scenes of uh jebediah morningside and and how that really started to 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 bring things together and we started to get some answers some more questions too but you know some answers that had been part of the series for at that point over 20 years Right, look, I agree with Coriander. Uh, Jebediah seems like a sweet old man. I just want to sit on the porch with him and hear right. stories and, and drink lemonade. Right. Uh, but, you know, I, 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 I enjoyed that stuff because it was sweet. It was nice. It was yeah. not what we're used to, you know. Yeah. But, of course, as I'm watching it, I'm like, okay, when's the other shoe going to drop? When is a, a orb going to come out of you know, someone's orifice <laughs> or something, or, you know, like, you know, a little troll man is going to, like, jump down, oh, titty, you know, something like that. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for it, you know, because one thing with this franchise, you stay on your toes. And, That's right. And Reggie and, even said that. Reggie said, always sneaking around to one of the one of the uh, lurkers. And I'm like, right? Yeah. They are always friggin' sneaking They're around. They're called lurkers. Yeah. That's right. what they do. They lurk, yeah. right? I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm done. I, I, I definitely enjoyed that stuff. And shouts out to Angus for, like you guys were saying, his whole mannerism, his body language, his accent. You know, yes. just... The, 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 he, he softened himself up so much to just really become yeah. another person. It, it was nice. It was really nice. Absolutely. And let me just tease this because for you guys that have been watching us, um, you know that usually when we do these franchises and we get to uh, the final film in the franchise, we'd like to do, you know, some 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 cool little things, whether it's a tribute video or whatever. But I'll tease this right now for next week when we talk about Phantasm Ravager. Um, there is a, a little bit of an Angus, uh, you know, um, I should say introduction of sorts uh, from from him that was recorded that I wanted to share with you guys. 
and I think it's just fantastic. You know, obviously he's he's passed away, but um, he was fantastic in this role, and he was fantastic in a lot yeah. of other things that some people don't even know about. Um, so definitely uh, tune in for that next Friday. I think it's going to be really cool um, to just kind of have that moment with him. And um, all I can say is that he appreciated the fans of the Tall Man. He really did, and I think nice. that's I think that's cool too. So so definitely look forward to that next week, guys. Uh, real quick yeah. in the chat. Uh, Lamar was saying, I did enjoy the ride. Yeah, I mean, this was a good look. I mean, obviously, you know, detractors, you know, will find a lot of things wrong with this franchise and fans won't. But I think that you could at least say it was a very uh, creative franchise and they were somehow able to keep a lot of these major players together for over 40 years. You know what I mean? Like that's, to me, that's just crazy. Not just one person, you know, we've seen like in Terminator or, in, you know, Stallone franchises or whatever, you know, you'd keep the star throughout these movies. But in this franchise, you've got four people over 40 years. That's just, to yeah. me, that's just pretty darn cool. And the same director, you know, so um, very, very cool. But um, let's let's get to near the end here because we see that Jody is definitely a, a servant of the tall man. And mm-hmm. you have that scene where he turns on Mike. Coriander, what did you think of that scene? Because it, it caught me off guard at first, you know, and he actually attacks Mike. And, uh, well, I'll let you, yeah. I'll let you go. That, that was a crazy scene because you've never seen these guys, you know, get into any type of a fight or anything. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it was crazy to see. And can I just say, too, when Reggie put on his nice, clean, white ice cream man suit, it was like, oh, uh, yeah, you know, we're getting back yeah. into business because he put <laughs> this shit on. So that yeah. was great that- when he put that on. That was cool, man. I did enjoy that. How, right. how about you, Kill? How about you, Kill? When we see uh, Jody kind of uh, show his true colors and helps to abduct Mike, bringing him back to the tall man on that operating table. Yeah, I, I, I kind of saw it coming because I haven't trusted Orb Jody since he first appeared on the scene in the last movie. Uh, but, you know, it, it, to actually see it, it, it was kind of like, oh, man, this sucks. You know, this night, that's like you coming after me, you know, <laughs> taking, taking me to the tall man. And I'm like, no, this, this can't be life. This can't be real. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, right. now, now I'm going to have to stab you and get you off of me. <laughs> All right. But you and, and, and when Mike said that, too, when he when he stabbed at Jody, he said, I had to make sure that I wasn't going to kill my brother. And um, yeah, it was kind of like, wow, there it is. But and but, I liked also, too, how Jody said, you know, I died in the car crash. Yes, I you was know, just about so. to get to that. Yeah. So yeah. good point. And he said, I died in, in the car crash. So the events of. Uh, the first phantasm at the end when Reggie said, you know, Jody died in the car wreck. As far as we know right now, I mean, that was that was true. And, and it makes sense, you know, because obviously this was a servant of the tall man. You know, Jody was yep. was a manifestation of that. Um, and as we as we get further into the end and, you know, Reggie uh, saw them go through the dimensional gateway. Mike escapes from the tall man. And, and you know, obviously that scene where he quote-unquote killed Jody uh it comes back through and he says you know thank you for standing with me and Reggie's like yeah man any any time and stuff and sure enough the tall man comes through the gate 
and Mike has a game plan, or at least he thinks he does. This is the finale. What were you thinking of that kill? Uh, well, you know, anytime the the, the gates come into play, mm-hmm. I never I never know what's gonna happen. Are they gonna end up in the 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 hot hell dimension with the the right. the, 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 the short guy, the lurkers, or are they gonna like? they did a lot in this movie time travel are they going to be in the civil war era you know it was it was just a lot of things but you know it it, once again this kind of reminded me of the first movie with the game plan at the end like hey you you lead them here and we'll Mm -hmm. you know drop them down in the mine okay cool but this time now it's reggie and mike with the game plan uh so it was it was it was definitely enjoyable Mm -hmm. but once again man when <laughs> the tall man is a terminator you if you get rid of one another well, one is gonna you know take yeah, his man. place of, <laughs> go ahead. yeah well well it showed that he's he's one of many you know and, and and that scene i also wanted to reference that scene when um mike wanted to try to stop the the uh he wanted to try to stop jebediah from going through the gate and becoming the tall man because jody said because uh, Mike says, well, what happens uh, to Jebediah? And, and uh, Jody says, Jebediah Morningside never does come back. And they show wow. the tall man come back through the gate. And he had a golden sphere with him. And so, again, you know, we're like, what, what? We don't get it. But at the end of the movie, and then I'll, I'll throw it to you, Coriander. At, at the end of the movie, when Reggie uh, tries to shoot the tall man, he can't shoot him. Of course, nothing works when you need it to work because the tall man yeah. is is otherworldly. And I love that scene when he just lifts Reggie up and he's like, ice cream man, you know, a small man, <laughs> you know, da 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 da. Yeah. And I'm just like, holy shit, man, this is Reggie. You know, you, we, we've come to see Reggie as that guy that just always finds a way. And it was, you know, it was pretty, you know, big time seeing the tall man do that to him. But Coriander, yeah. what, what did you think of that? And of course, when Mike had his own sphere that he was utilizing. Yeah, he was so smart to figure out a way to make a weapon that, yeah, he used to, of course, destroy this tall man. But like we all say, you destroy one and another one comes. So yes, it's yes. crazy how he's just indestructible and yep. well indestructible and right. yeah he just it's it's almost like i just give up at this point honestly because <laughs> what's the point no matter well, what you do well no matter what you it, fucking do it's funny you say that and wait until next week uh, it's funny you worded it like yeah, that. i haven't um, seen the last one so this will be interesting yeah, absolutely it will be interesting um but yeah so i mean he gets blown up and then another one appears like i said he's one of many and he takes that sphere out of mike out of mike's head which just yeah i gotta admit it looks so gross it was a great practical effect man (laughs) it looks so gross but what was interesting was he goes towards the gateway right and i don't know if you guys caught this he goes towards the gateway he's got the golden sphere and then he turns to look at mike and Angus had the look on his face like Jebediah. You guys get what I'm saying? Mm. And so when he goes through that gateway, he reappears back where Mike and Jody had seen him back in the 1800s. You guys follow me with that? Yep. Okay. Are you sure? (laughs) So in other words, in other words, and this is just me, 
In other words, like Mike is in a time, it's like a time loop of sorts, a dimensional and also a time loop because he saw the quote unquote birth of the tall man, right? When he was in the 1800s spying on him in, in the present day, he saw, he had the sphere taken out of his head and he sees basically Jebediah with the golden sphere go into the gateway. You get what I'm saying? So what I'm trying to say is this is proof of the connection that he has with Mike. You, you know what I mean? Does that, and I know Kill, you were asking about that in I think part two is like, why is he after Mike? What's so special about Mike? And of course, you know, the movies even back then alluded to the fact that Mike is special. You know, he can have that extra sensory ability, but did this make it any more concrete to you or make any more sense to you? Or do you see it the way, the way I was seeing it? What do you think, Kill? Yeah, I mean, it, well, you know, it's kind of like it answers, you know, one or two things, but then throws another like, oh, well, OK, well, what about this? But right. no, it, 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 did, it did serve the purpose and it, it did answer that quarry. Yeah. Yeah. OK. How, how about you, Coriander? What did, what did you think of that? Yeah. You know, just you guys said it, you know, you had questions answered and then you had another one thrown at you. And it's like, Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Neil was saying this franchise is unique in so many ways. There's nothing else out there that's quite like it. I yeah. agree. I really yeah. do agree. I, I, I truly do agree. When you're talking about franchises, I, I definitely agree in horror. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think that the, the ending did ask a few questions, but it did answer some of the some of the bigger questions, you know, or at least some of the big questions in the franchise. But the other thing too is. We see the tall man, uh, you know, basically Jebediah because of the way that Angus looked back at Mike and he had that innocent look. Uh, So we see the birth of the tall man that's directly connected to Mike. And then he told Reggie he was dying. And Reggie's like, no, hang in there, hang in there. He's like, I'm going to I'm going to come back for you. And he goes through the gateway after the tall man, presumably to whatever, you know, kill him or whatever. And then as Mike is laying there he has that childhood memory of himself walking down the street getting into the ice cream truck with reggie and he can hear the conversation that him and reggie are having so in other words he's in two different time periods or dimensions however you want to word it he can hear his future self he can hear himself at the point of possibly dying and again it's all surreal it's all weird and entangled and like you said too kill uh, the tall man had said just minutes before that to Reggie, it's all in his head, which, of course, is what the fortune teller said in the very first movie. And we saw her appear with Jebediah Morningside, too. So it's like, you know what I mean? It's crazy. This this, this, yeah. movie is, this franchise is crazy, but I, I like it. You know, it's weird. And I, I, I like it. That's just me. You know, yeah. for some people. Yeah. You know, for some people, they would much prefer concrete things, and I can understand that. But the other thing I want to mention, too, and you guys let me know what you think. I think the strength of this franchise is in its whole and not the sum of its, you know, not its parts. In other words, you couldn't watch Phantasm 4 alone and get as much out of it as you could watching the series. You know what I'm saying? Watching the other movies before it. Um, Yes. And I think that that's an interesting thing you know, for this franchise is that they're so closely linked to each other. Um, Some people might think it's a disadvantage because it means that 
the individual films might be a little bit weaker. Um, and, you know, maybe they are, but it is a franchise. So when you watch them back to back, like we've been doing for this review series, I think uh, I think it's a pretty cool, uh, you know, long story. It's a fun ride. Yeah, it is yeah. a fun ride. It, I will yeah. say. And it is very, very fun. Real quick, as we start to end up here, we do have a couple fun facts uh, for you guys that we'll go over. Um, and I'll start off um, for you, Coriander. Uh, the first fun fact that we're going to deal with, it talks about the filming schedule. Yeah, 23 days was, you know, what it took to film this movie. Oh, wow. All right. Not too shabby. Okay. And our, our second fun fact, kill. Reggie's song. The song that plays during the end credits, Have You Seen It, was composed and performed by Reggie Bannister and his band under the name Reggie B and the Yiz Whalen Yad Doggies. It's in their album, <laughs> Fool's Paradise. Nice. It is a cool song. I don't know if you guys, I don't know if, I don't know if you, you heard the song at the end, but it actually is pretty cool. And it has the theme to Phantasm woven into it it's a rock song yeah. and it actually yeah. is a cool song i like it all right uh the next fun fact is bob ivy burned his feet performing the dangerous fire gag involving the exploding car okay mm-hmm. all right uh our next one angus scrim was suffering from laryngitis during the filming of the opening scene all right uh, the next one, the director's family. The dwarf that gets shot in the face with the handgun by Reggie was played by Don uh, Don's daughter. Yeah, his daughter. All right. Nice. <laughs> That's pretty cool. All right, and our last one here, Kill. Iconic music. Yeah, the composer of the main theme, as well as the music for all the Phantasm films died shortly after the film's release oh wow wow man wow yeah that's rough um but you know back to your other point about don's uh daughter playing the dwarves you know they were able to cut a lot of corners in in this movie it was pretty interesting how they did it like with that civil war scene they actually hired a reenactment group uh, to do that scene and, and it was just in exchange for like $200 you know what I mean so nice. I, I gotta I, I gotta give Don Coscarelli a lot of credit uh, because you know they can only use a few sets um, so obviously they used the desert scenes like you were saying kill and they just figured things out the swarm of the spheres that you saw uh, we played a little bit in the intro and so forth and it was in the beginning of the movie it looked like a thousand uh, you know spheres that was done by it was a, a group of fans rabbit fans of the franchise that worked on the digital effects for that so it's like you know you rarely hear about a franchise that has so many people kind of helping to push the ball along you know what i mean and yeah. You know, like I said, this had the, the, the smallest budget of, of these uh, sequels. And, you know, some people will, you know, obviously look down upon that um, because it's a bit more of a sparse movie. But I really appreciate everybody that, you know, joined in to try to make this thing happen to try to continue this franchise that has a really uh, cool, rabid fan base. So um, yeah. my final my final thought was I enjoyed it. Um, 
and I think it's a nice link in the chain of this of this franchise. And uh, when I when I first saw it, um, obviously years ago, it just made me want to see the next movie so bad. But of course, there was an even bigger gap between that and Ravager. Um, but finally, we did get Ravager, and we'll talk about that next week. But final thought for you, Kill on Oblivion. What would you say is your final thought on it? Uh, I appreciated the the information dumps. You know, I appreciated learning more about the tall man and his origins, and uh, you know, hang, hang, wanting to hang out with my man Jebediah. Uh, I definitely enjoyed the diverging paths where Michael. You know, he really had a, his time to shine. I think you know, other than the first movie, this is the most Michael that we've yes. had since the first movie which yep. which was you know a good thing and as much as in the last movie I, as i liked rocky and i liked the the kid that could shoot the fact that it was really just michael and reggie and their past and then orb jody doing his little spy game stuff it really it really kept the focus more narrow but more just solid in my opinion yeah. uh because you didn't really cut to you know reggie being ambushed by like you know people yeah. want to steal his car and right. you know being, him being saved by someone and you know but yeah, yeah so it, it, it was a good ride definitely nice cool and how about you coriander any final thoughts on it for you enjoyable you know i really enjoyed seeing like Killian said Jebediah and spending some time with him on the porch, you know, and yeah, it's just and like we've all said, these movies they're they're enjoyable and yeah, I have really nothing bad to say about it. All right, cool. Well, that'll be pretty much all that we've got then on Phantasm 4. Um, you know, it was a fun ride. Um, for you guys in the chat or watching the replay, please uh, let us know in the comment section down below. What did you think of Phantasm 4? What do you think about the series in general? Um, any any big points or, or things that you didn't like? Uh, you know, definitely feel free to let us know about things you may not have enjoyed as well. Um, let us know in the comment section down below and we can have a conversation about that. Also, please uh, give the video a like. That would help to support the channel. We'd really appreciate that. And also, if you are not subscribe to the night watch song please do so we'd really appreciate that as well um and we will be catching you guys next week uh as we finish up the series with uh ravenger and that should be really fun and like i said we'll have uh, a small little uh tribute and an introduction um that is by angus Grimm himself uh, i thought it was really cool and it's um you know again he was really good in this role so we want to at least yeah. take a moment get you know I'm take a moment for that to, yeah, yeah. Take a moment to just, uh, you know, pay respects to him. Um, as we head on out, uh, Neil is saying, great stream, guys. I'm about to kick back with Joe Bob Briggs Halloween special on Shutter in a few minutes. All right, brother. That sounds like a good time to me, man. Thanks for hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. And we will catch you guys later. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, you're the Night Watch. Peace. Peace. Okay.